0: You look like you slept well. You look healthy. I did do glowy. that. I did do that. The uh, the glowy is the foundation. I will not oh. take any credit for that. My face literally, Siri won't even recognize my face when I wake up in the morning. So
1: it's definitely really? not
0: me. Yeah, I did not is wake that up. Say, I don't have an iPhone. She recognizes your face? Well, yeah. To, well, to like unlock your phone, they do the face recognition. Okay. You d- really? Oh <laughs> and my I didn't God! I know people do that. But yeah. Like, well, I, you can often you can do, do the password, um, or she can just look at your face and open your phone. But if she looks at your face and doesn't recognize you, then you have to insert the password. And so every morning I'm That's I, like, not good for phone. your self esteem. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I cry. You're busted. Come back. I know. I know. Oh. It hurts a little, but I just try not to think about it, and I just yeah. press my little password and move on with my morning.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, come mm-hmm. back after a cup of coffee and some makeup or yeah. a face wash. That's hilarious. It's like, there you are. I <laughs> see you, girlfriend. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Oh, my gosh. How's your week been? It's been a great week. We had uh, Clayton's birthday this week, so he's 28, little baby. Um And it's so cute, too. Okay, so I'll just jump in. This is my peak of the week. Well, I've got two. I've got my, like, politically correct one, and then I've got, like, a little weird brag. Um, Oh, good. But uh, you've heard the weird brag, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But, um, yeah, it was Clayton's birthday, and um, we're sitting down eating dinner. And this is so Clayton, and this is why I love him, but it's so different than me. He's like, so, babe, 28 this year. And I was like, yeah, like, that's awesome. And he's like... So what what can I do to make myself better to get to 29? <laughs> I was like, that is such a Clayton thing to say. You're I know, so I know, I know. So I was like, okay, let's talk about all your downfalls and your faults on your birthday. You you brought it up. This is not my doing. So there was literally only like it was not a lot to go over. But um, but then I was like, well, okay, let's just do me now since we're talking about this. <laughs> And he's like, no, 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 we're going to wait. And I was like, well, I can guarantee you we will not be talking about this on my birthday. So let's just get this over. So with. so funny. Oh, my god. <laughs> like, gosh. on my birthday, I am a perfect person. I am not. But on my birthday, we could pretend. But yeah, for him, it's like, how can I do better? What can I do? He's always
1: trying to up his growth game. I yeah. love that.
0: It's, it's, it's a lot to keep up with, but it's it definitely keeps me accountable.
1: I feel the <laughs> same about my husband. I feel the exact
0: same. About yeah, I know. I husband. saw he put the AC into your gym. Oh, that's my one gosh. of my peaks of the week. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I so, stole it.
1: <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. No, let's
0: <sighs> continue. Cause you said you had, oh, you had oh, two. and then, and, and then, um, this is just kind of a side note. So, um, I told you this story. I was hoping this would be it. Yeah, okay. Oh, really? Okay, then I'll just go over. So we went out on the boat. Lots of beers were consumed. We take the boat back in. Um, Clayton's dumping out his cooler, which has pockets for, it's like a little backpack cooler, and it has pockets for all his stuff. And uh, he just dumps his keys and wallet into the lake (laughs) off the dock. And is so sad. He jumps in with fully clothed, shirt and everything, couldn't get there. And so I was like, I'm just going to give it a shot. And... Basically, I, uh, I got his keys and wallet back, and so now I'm the fiance of the year, and he has to remember that for the rest of his life. And it well, was not my only, moments. like,
1: yeah, you did breath work beforehand, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> dove <laughs> down twice. I mean, you left out critical points of okay. his
0: story. So, like, I just humbled, want to bore don't humble brag, just okay. do it, because it was okay. so great. <laughs> okay. Well, well, then in that case, I went down three times. Oh, okay. But the second time I didn't get anything. But yeah, I, I did the Wim Hof breathing. I exhaled, I went down, um, it was like 25 feet. So I had to pop my ears a couple times on the way down. And honestly, I didn't think I'd touch the bottom. So I, I get there, my feet hit the bottom. And I was like, Oh, my God. Oh, shit. So <laughs> then I just like reached down and I felt this little brick. Um, and I didn't think it was it because it felt too small. Um, and you can't see anything. So I, I come back up and, and I had my wallet or his wallet in my hand. Um, and then, you know, it's like, it's like gambling. You're like, Oh shit, I could do this. So I'm on a winning streak. So I was like, I'll just go a couple more times. Um, and the second time I didn't get anything, but the last time I went down and, um, I'm like fishing around with my hand and I hear a jingle and I was like, no way. And then I keep reaching and I, I got his keys and I came up and it was, it was like the that I was so proud of myself. That's so awesome. And then I instantly went to CVS and got that ear dry stuff and <laughs> tile it all because I had a terrible headache. <laughs> yeah, going down that deep will do that for sure. It was, yeah, sure. I don't think I've ever been down that deep. It was just like, I'll just, I'll just try. And uh, that's incredible so that happy. you found it. <laughs> that, you. That's so awesome. That's no, I love that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I my to yeah, it was definitely the AC going in because we're one step closer to the gym. Super excited about that. And then um, yesterday, I kept thinking, I was like, what's my peak of the week going to be? I don't know. You know, yeah. like, I, I just feel like I'm finally finding a flow for summer and, like, life. Yeah. And kind of starting to... It makes sense and I don't feel so insane.
0: Um, <laughs> That's so, a good thing.
1: Yeah, so last night um, when Simon was finishing the stuff in the barn, I got on my lawnmower, went for a cruise, got the yard cleaned up, <laughs> my favorite hobby, and then um, we had a uh, bonfire uh last I night i saw that because i i got we got our lights installed and stuff and it, my little area is coming together and we had s'mores for dinner last
0: night and it was fun. oh <laughs> i'm so jealous so yeah it was a really good
1: time it was a really, really oh, that's good time. awesome
0: that sounds yeah. so summery
1: yeah it felt like it. it it finally finding that flow i guess yeah so Anyway, um, our episode this week was with Toby Goldstein Mm -hmm. and we talked a lot about career. So I kind of wanted to continue that conversation, um, today and and talk about ours, but we talked a lot about the importance of finding like a good place where you can have a career and where you can, you know, sink into your skill sets and just be really successful. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to know what your favorite thing is about your current jobs. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I, there's a lot. I mean, I could spend this whole coffee conversation talking about all the different things because it's it. Well, for training, like it fits my personality perfectly because I, I had a tough time like sitting in a classroom. I like I remember being in like fifth or sixth grade and like doing the math and being like, oh my God, I have like seven more years of this, like minimum Ooh. and then call it like, I, it like blew my mind. I had to like Too make much. sure I didn't think about that ever again because it was just like every day, like I obviously loved having friends and, and I made sure I got good grades and most of the stuff was interesting. Okay, I won't say most, some of the <laughs> stuff was interesting. A lot of it was not at all. And yeah. um, so I knew I wasn't cut out to be like in one classroom sitting down or, like, a office building or whatever um, all day, every day. And I remember visiting my dad at work, and I would have this. I was embarrassed that I felt this way. So I didn't, like, tell my dad this, but, like, I felt bad for everyone in that, there. Bu- <laughs> in that building. I was, like, every day, you guys, like, what? Um, it yeah. blew my mind. So I just knew, like, I had this, like, strong aversion to not going into an office or any kind of, like, corporate thing, but... Um so that's what I love about my job like yes I'm in the same building almost the whole time um other than like home sessions some people are still doing those but it's so different every hour is different I'm with a different person talking about different stuff um and that's the other thing I love about it is you get so close with people it's like you just I, I'm yes I'm telling them to work out and watching their form and telling them what to do but I'm hanging out with my my 50 plus year old best friends now, you know, like, they're all, they're all like a a close-knit part of my life, Um, and that, that's been so cool, too, just because, I don't know, when you're younger, you don't know, like, like, with your parents, you're like, I I can't relate to them, you know, like, I'll listen to them, but I, yeah, but, but all my clients are, like, my parents' age, and it makes me realize, like, oh, we're, we're not all that different, like, we're very similar in a lot of ways, and so, just getting the wisdom from them and, and the stories and they're hilarious. And, and then I guess the last part would be, um, just seeing that I can make like a big change in their lives. Like if they have like chronic pain, like waking up with pain and, and dealing with it all day is exhausting and it will Mm -hmm. affect your psyche and your productivity and just your like overall life after like, you know, time, um, And so just like helping them with that and not even necessarily like gain or uh, gaining strength for some of them, like, or losing weight for some of them, but just taking care of their chronic pain. um, That's been, it it just feels good, you know? Yeah. Um, And then for this, it's just, I mean, once again, just hanging with one of my besties (laughs) and making cool shit. I know
1: that's my favorite thing. Literally everything because yeah. it's just whatever <laughs> we want it to be. Even when it's
0: hard, it's still my favorite yeah. job choice. Well, Okay, so, so when it is hard, like, what, what's the most annoying thing? I don't like to be negative, but like, what, what annoys um, you the most?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, was maniacal. Maniacal. that was pretty maniacal. <laughs> I think when people don't do what they say that they're going to do, uh-huh. I mean, that's across the board, but I think Especially career-wise, when you have and again, it's expectations, right? And, and those aren't great. But um, I, I, that's the hardest part for me is when people don't follow through with what they mm-hmm. say that they're gonna do.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you? I, I can, I can second that honestly. Like, it when when you get your mind, like I'm very much, and this has followed me my whole life. I I set expectations, and mm-hmm. for for me, for other people, for yeah. the day. And if something doesn't match up with it, it, it's been like a, a growth process, but it used to derail, you know, my entire mood. And, my day. Yeah. Yeah. and Yeah, and now I catch myself falling back into that, but then I can be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This isn't the end of the world. Now I can do right. this. Like, if, like it say, like, I guess it doesn't show <laughs> and breathe exactly. and breathe. Um, but that, that's for anything. I mean, I have clients that no-show or, or last-minute cancel, and it's just part of the, the job. Um, so I think that helped prep me, because for this, mm-hmm. like, I get a lot more ready to do stuff like this. Hey, Ariana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, like, mentally and, and physically, like, I put my face on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I forget. I spent 10 minutes on my makeup, and you didn't show up. Like, what, what the hell is this? <laughs> so um, that is kind of
1: a letdown right it's like man it i is. put all this energy, like match my effort like i know i know i learned in the last couple of years for sure like when when people don't like again like don't do what they say that they're going to do and don't show up to like participate when mm-hmm. a lot of this was like their idea <laughs> you know yeah. or like we're you know just those things um it yeah. does match, match that effort for sure across mm-hmm. the board yeah
0: yeah So but like, what is Sorry, that? I'm trying to like like all these things. Well, we'll go back to no. You can read the the comments. But um, so like back to positive. What what would be yeah. like some career highlights for you for HTC? Oh, for HTC specifically. Okay, okay, um, no, 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 no. no, no. And and HTC. That's
1: good. I'll do HTC. I think just seeing the growth. I think every time I'm like blown away. Like, did this really just happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like those are the highlights. There's there's not like one thing. I think when if we're goal specific, hitting 10,000 was streams was a big thing because we had yeah. it on our calendar for so long. We're like, we just want to see what it means when we get here. Like, what does that mean? I think every time we add a new platform that allows us to be streaming on it, that's exciting. I think yeah. when we get really good guests, that's exciting. Like, they're all highlights, you know? Yeah. And yeah. we're about to, like, we're closing in on the end of the third season. And that in itself is like, what?
0: We've done this three times over? Like, that's insane. I have Um, to keep, like, remembering whenever we're scheduling guests for next season, like, whenever I read season four, I'm like, it, like, doesn't compute. (laughs) I'm like, hold on, hold on. I have to, like, count. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so it's all that.
1: But, like, outside... Well, it's not even outside of HT. I think the biggest career highlight, honestly, was stepping out to do HTC and yeah. saying screw everything else that I've been doing and working towards like I have no clue what this is this idea won't leave like let's just sit with that let's just mm-hmm. see what happens and that's been a big highlight for me just even taking that risk to do so, so. yeah yeah do you have career it- highlights so far well like Kind of. like I'm just backwards. getting started, by the way. Like, I feel I know, like I'm just scratching the surface, so I don't want to be like, I have this great career. However, which, which is very crazy, and I'm sure oh. we'll get into this later, is that this year on my birthday, I will have been working for 20 years, and that seems oh. really weird. <laughs> and to feel like, you know, I'm just, I have 20 years of experience working, and now I feel like I'm literally just scratching the surface. So that's and you have not and ridiculous. Well, let's, I got a good
0: hairstylist now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's, let's go back no, to no. your highlight. Um. Well, kind of, kind of similar to what you said. Like, just taking the risk. Like, like w- with training a few years ago when I left LA Fitness and and went to do my own thing. Like, it was a huge risk. Um, and putting trust in my clients that they would, you know, stick with me and and. Yeah. Let me actually, like, build this this career so I wasn't starting from scratch. That was huge. And I think that gave me the courage to, um, when you asked me to do this, be like, I think I can. Like, you know, yes. it's something different. Um, I don't like speaking in front of a lot of people. But but I knew with you it, it would be fine um, because it's not, like – okay yes we've got like people watching this and hi everybody but like I'm just looking at you you know what I mean yeah. so that makes it a lot like it's not like we're standing on a stage with like a bunch of eyeballs just staring and that I would not be able to, I'd be choking on every word <laughs> So I don't think you would
1: I think you have such grace under pressure you're such a competitor Ooh. I think you'd surprise yourself Wow
0: well thank you <laughs> and that's why I can do this with you <laughs> the end <laughs> Do you think you're going to be in this job for a while or like, what's your plan? I hope to. I hope to. Uh, well, okay. Wait, I didn't finish with my highlights. So no, I'm also, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I kind of, I, I said, that's all. So I lied. But, um, I, I think also, um, doing the partnership with Fabian and veterans for healing. Yeah. Um, it was a huge surprise at, to both of us, I think. Cause like two So sweet. Sorry. Did you see what you said? That's so sweet. Oh, thank you, Haley. Ah. Looking
1: forward to HTC growing, to eventually needing a stage two. Girl. I'm blushing. <laughs> we're going to need a big old couch on that because that's how we
0: chat. <laughs> I need a couch. <laughs> uh, and coffee. coffee. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, we're never okay. going to get through this. I know. Squirrel. So, um, I think that. The, just the fact that they're all veterans, they want to share veteran stories. We don't have a military background. We're two chicks that want to talk and say, I love that and like <laughs> all the time. Um, really? I have no idea. It's, <laughs> it's okay though, I love that. So I did <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, just the fact that they chose us and said like, you're the people we want to do this with, like you can spread this message, it, the confidence they had in us and, yeah. um, it, it just like warmed my heart and it was a kind of a path that I never saw myself going down. I, I didn't, I, I can't like emotionally relate to the things that these men have gone through yet. We're telling their stories and, and that we're, well, I'm sorry, we're sharing a space for them to tell their stories and we're trying to spread it out to, to get to all the ears. And, um, I just think it was like so humbling and, and, um, Gave me some confidence too. Like, okay, if we can tell veteran stories, like we can tell lots of different types of stories. Yeah. We don't have to necessarily personally be able to relate to people. And I think that's a good message for everyone too. Yeah, I completely um, agree. But yeah, I, I do think we... I'll be here a while.
1: Good, 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 good. I hope so, because otherwise I'm going to like drown. Was I don't that a know? Sneaky, yeah, that was a sneaky question. Like, okay, uh, can I have that in writing? <laughs> Yeah. 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 It's it's recorded. I'm taking that as gospel. Like, thank you for that. Everybody, (laughs) you heard it here first, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, that's a, that's a good point about stories of healing. I know when we made the announcement and stuff, I, I wrote kind of like how I didn't know how I would be back in like the cannabis space and and sharing stories because that was a a big thing on how I got started being public with advocacy work. And I, it just was never clicking for me. It never felt organic. It didn't feel authentic, all those things. And, to be able to create a space that then people tapped into and said, "Hey, can you help us share these, or we think you'd be a good, safe space to do so? that That is a big, a big, big career point to be able to do that. And like I said, when, when we made the announcement, I, I wrote about that just saying, like, I feel like this is something that I'm going to be honored to have on my resume. And yeah. I know that it's just getting started. So yeah, good point, good point on that one. Well, are yeah. you going to be here? I think here I'll while? be here. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to stick around. I mean, if you would have okay. asked me last week at the beginning of summer, yeah, right. I, I was ready to burn it to the ground, um, <laughs> just because I was overwhelmed. But uh, again, good support and having a place where you can grow, like in, in your career and feel supported on the days when it doesn't make sense, um, mm-hmm. is great. So I'm glad that I have you to help me <laughs> walk through that. Otherwise, otherwise we wouldn't be here this morning, right? Let's, let's be real. <laughs> be let's crying be into real. our pillows. Yeah, I'd be. This would be a cup of tears. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> drink up, bitch. <laughs> like well, yeah, yeah. Um, again. Okay, so so let's say like HTC continues to grow and flourish. <laughs> I hate yeah. that word so much. Um, so if and you know we we need space for more opportunities and and more roles. Like what what role would you consider? taking on like if if you weren't just hosting that's so
1: funny do do you remember
0: we were talking about this last week that's so
1: wild so i'm like i definitely know that when this slows down or when there's a gap or whatever next season for me is going to be a writing season and Mm -hmm. i think as hcc grows you'll see less of me in front of this except for like our our shows um, I mean, I'm just going to put it out into the universe what my plans are for HTC right now. Why not? Right. Get We've got people microphone. listening that I want to work with. So keep your ears open, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I see myself doing a lot more writing and producing. That's really where I love to be is behind the scenes, making things happen. Um, I, I, and I want to do more of that. I think as HTC grows, we want to bring in more talent to develop more shows um, that aren't necessarily you and I in front. hmm. That will always be part of it. But as we grow the network, that's kind of the way that we see it going. So mm-hmm. um, I want to be more the making things happen. That's that's where I love to to sit. So yeah. writing, yeah. producing, and just the relational side of things is is really mm-hmm. where I see it, me going. Yeah. How about you?
0: Well, I love it. We talked about this a teeny bit last week. But, um, you know, the podcast is about mental health and wellness and everything in between and maybe doing, like, little tidbits on health and wellness, just to help people kind of learn little skills here and there that they can create as habits to to just eventually move their life forward in terms of getting healthier. Um, I That's what I do for my clients. It's something I'm already doing. And I think if I could get that more on like the digital space. Um I could, you know, she's going into more of a hosting
1: role solo, people. We're gonna make it happen. (laughs) Don't say it out
0: loud. Maybe it's
1: so good. Not maybe. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna yeah. Who knows? I'm open
0: to it. I I am. I I, I loved that idea um that you came up with and I just think that it would be helpful. I think it would be good for me now that I'm more like comfortable doing stuff like this. Um and i i think it would be fun honestly i just think yeah. it'd be fun i've i've got my little mind pump role models in my mind and i'm just like if if you know if they can do it i can do it and um oh, yeah i just i i think it would get, it would just bring a lot of goodness to a lot of people so yeah and so. i'll still be as as weird and awkward as i am here so <laughs> I mean, Except, don't worry that's not changing. that's
1: the beauty of it all that's the beauty of it all i love that he didn't say no, you're not awkward. <laughs> oh, no, you totally are. You're completely awkward. You're a huge weirdo, and I love that because I am too, and I need that. I remember I was in a coaching call. huge weirdo. You're a huge weirdo. Like, I remember I was in a I coaching call with Chad once, and I was like, the world doesn't need another tall weirdo, and I was talking about myself. I was like, the, like, I was just being self-deprecating in a mood and Chad looks at me and he's like how do you think I have a career and I was like noted all right I'm just gonna surround myself with a bunch of weird people who get it and that's what I'm gonna do and that's what we continue to do
0: and the next day you asked me to co-host
1: no you were already on board I was like I I know the weird that I need it's so funny Leanne it's so so funny because like when I wanted to ask you to do this it was like I was like, she's going to bring so much creativity. She's so fun. She's so funny. And then like, you just blow me away with how technical you are. And you okay, don't fine. think that you are, but like the way that you're, you're able like to like, make, no, no, it, it's, it's awesome. I'm not going well, to make you
0: feel worn yeah. on, on Instagram live
1: this morning, but you know, yeah, you, you, you bring a lot to the table and I'm excited to have you sit next to me. So well, thank you. Thank you. Well, hurry I got you. Uh,
0: so, okay. Well, do you think that you're like a work to live kind of person or a live to work kind of person.
1: I think it depends on the season
0: and <laughs> <laughs> what we're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I ebb and
1: flow, you know, be mm-hmm. between the two for sure. I can't say I love work. Um, we were talking about this with Ron. It's like he was in his episode of stories of healing. He was kind of talking about how his partner Vicky like helps him find the fun and he mm-hmm. needs to do that. But for him, work is fun, but trying mm-hmm. to find that balance um, again, uh-huh. you know, between the two, uh, I really, really understand that because I love to work. I love to sink and get creative. In fact, on mm-hmm. Saturday, I'm planning on being in my office all day. Mm-hmm. And to some that would be like, "Ew, you have to work on Saturday. That sounds awful. I'm so looking forward. You have like a
0: sparkle in your eye about it. I know you smiled when you said it. <laughs> well, is it I'm, like, Saturday yet? <laughs> yeah, is it Saturday?
1: Is it raining outside where I just like to come in here, turn on records and just like go, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of magic can happen. And sometimes nothing happens and then you're super disappointed but you get <laughs> stuff done regardless and I, and I love that. How about yeah. you?
0: I've I've definitely worked to to live. Um, mm-hmm. I think that like I I can't this this sounds I I don't know if it sounds bad or but I if it felt like work I would have a tough time doing it. Mm. And and the fact that this I mean sometimes it feels like work, don't get me wrong, but um for the most part, like, I really do love it. I find joy in every aspect of what we're doing. And, you know, sometimes it is for training, like, hard to get up in the morning. Or I know I've got a client that I'm kind of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like grind your teeth mm-hmm. and get through. But, um, but overall, it's, I, I work to live. Yeah, I, I keep getting that mixed stuff in my head. Yeah, I work yeah, to yeah. live because my work feels like fun. Like, I am living yeah. while I'm working. You know what I mean? So yeah. I know I don't want to sit at home and not train. And I also know I don't want to come home after training and have nothing to do. Um, yeah. And I, you know, we've, we've been able to fill up our time doing things that we love. And I just feel like it's almost, it, it it's kind of deceiving saying that, like, it's work because it doesn't all, it barely feels like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the best way
1: in figuring out if this is work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where the work comes in, I think, too, is like, like you said, when you try all bu- a bunch of things and none of it pans out, then it's like, I just wasted three hours with nothing to totally. show for it. And that is when it feels like work. I think that realization. But while you're doing it, it is like you said, it's play and just fun and creative and and uh, productive. And that's yeah. that's that is work. But at the same time, it's it's fun. So. Completely. I don't agree. think I I don't yeah, that's that's my long How
1: journey. do you think ten year old Leanne would feel about what you're doing now?
0: Shocked. <laughs> really? Really? I think I the, the I used to hate hate getting my picture taken, having attention on me. I would never raise my hand. I was just like and I I think well, ten years old I probably didn't have like an entire body and face full of acne at that point, but it was coming. So I just like, I did not. Like yourself. <laughs> eyes. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would sit myself down and have a, a long conversation um, and, and buy her ice cream. But I yeah. think that um, I'd be shocked knowing, I mean, I still surprise myself. Like what, even when I'm sitting here getting ready to like join the live, I'm like, Oh, here we go again. Like, and there it's exciting, but it there are nerves and I think that's just stems from knowing, you know, I spent so long being nervous and and afraid to to connect with people and but as every, you know, every live goes up, um, every conversation we have with a guest, um, I just see that even if I make a total idiot of myself, it's not the end of the world. It's just part of it and and we can keep moving forward and keep getting positive things out of it, and so I, I think I, ten-year-old me would be shocked, but in a, in a proud kind of way, I think. Yeah, yeah. What about sure. what about you? I love this question.
1: Oh my God, ten-year-old Calla, what a mess! <laughs> You'd pull her out of her
0: clos- depressive state in her closet. No, and sit I wasn't the
1: depressed then. I wasn't depressed then. <laughs> I was literally playing this not knowing that yeah i forgot i was a total like music would play radio would be talking like (laughs) i've talked about this before like i used to play school a lot i always wanted to be the principal so that i could use my little talk boy to do the announcement (laughs) um like i was always kind of up in my room at my desk just like making things and i'm literally doing that still and I'll, there's a big section of my life where I didn't do that, or I would find ways to be creative in my job, but it was never really connecting. So now I think she would just look and laugh like nothing's changed. <laughs> <And> <laughs> nothing's so cool. changed. You just have, you just are able to do it at a bigger scale now than I was at 10 years old in in my bedroom. Hopefully, in Michigan, yeah. <laughs> you know? So um, yeah, I think it, it's pretty neat. I Yeah, I think she'd be proud.
0: I think she will be well, proud. So, okay, like sticking with the nostalgia of that, what was your first job and and what do you remember about it?
1: Okay, so my first job when I was 16 years old, Bed Bath & Beyond was opening, and we had to set up the store. (laughs) And I went and I worked there, and I loved it. Really? I loved it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Okay, there was only one aspect of the job I didn't like. So I was living in Minnesota at the time. And because I was young and worked in the evenings, they made this kid go out in the snow and bring all the carts in from the parking oh, lot. Oh my! And God. I hated it. Like, so now oh, yeah. to this day, I will always put my cart back. Like, I'm not one of those people that will just yeah. leave it because I've been there. I think everybody should have to do that job at some point in their life. But oh, um,
0: what I did snow? is
1: I worked in the customer service department and helped people set up their bridal registries. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, got fun. all that, stuff. and I loved it. It was absolutely like so much fun. I learned that so much like about customer life. service from there that I still use to this day, which is funny. So, how about you? What was your first job? I don't even know this.
0: Um, My first job was uh, I was the child care girl in the back of the kids club of the gym that my mom worked at. That is right. Okay, that's right. So, so I was fifteen, and. It was, it was, I'm not going to say I was good at it. I mean, there were definitely kids drawing on those walls that I had to clean afterwards, but it was worth it. Yeah, worth it. It was a small gym, but it was women only. And a lot of women love to take classes. So Mm -hmm. I'd either have like one or zero kids. And then all of a sudden, like 9 a.m. hits and all the kids pile in from all the moms who are taking the classes. So I'd, I'd go from like zero to like 15 kids. And I'd just be like, Ah, for an hour just like screaming kids over here like, drawing it was a lot but it was great birth control one I think that's still like sits with me for like when I think about having kids I like think about just come over here yeah, yeah you'll get that experience again I'll help them draw on the wall <laughs> sorry Cal <laughs> um but no it was it was it was fun um And I, I mean, I got to do my homework when it was quiet, so it was, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. What was the worst job you had? Oh my God. Actually, I was talking to one of my clients about this yesterday. I think my worst job was, I was like, I really wanted to try retail. I thought it was just kind of like, even though you're folding clothes, I thought it was like glamorous. So right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So my parents dropped me off at the mall. I applied to work at Aeropostal. Oh dang, girl! not Aeropostal. It's Aeropostal. Um, there's an accent on that A. <laughs> there's not, but um, but that is how you say it, and that is where I worked. But I quickly I did not learned. I didn't know you worked there. Yeah, it was very short. It was like a summer, mm-hmm. but I was getting back pain. <laughs> like a 15 year old from hunting over and folding clothes yeah Um, and i didn't save any money because we'd get like screaming deals on the new clothes and i'd be like i'll take that and that and that and that that was my Um, experience with retail as well (laughs) i literally bought everything right right so you're like i see how this works now all the money stays in the company i made two cents this week but um but it was good (laughs) yeah What's for dinner, Mom? <laughs> but um, they, uh, it, was, it was good for me because I had to talk to strangers. I had to help people. Mm-hmm. And um, so that helped me kind of, like, break from that mold. Because in the kids' club, I was, like, behind. I was in the back of the gym. I was just hanging out with kids. Like, there was no pressure to um, put myself out there. And in this, there was. And so um, it was good for me. But yeah. it, it, was not my, it was not my favorite job. Well, I want to know yeah. what yours is. <laughs> I worked at a bridal shop for about a week.
1: You did a lot of bride stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hilarious. Cause yeah. Okay. <laughs> i mean not going to go there. That's a whole other podcast, um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, worked at a bridal shop and I hated it. The dresses were so heavy. The mm-hmm. women were assholes.
0: <laughs> and, um, the Did you have to like, help of, put them in their dress and
1: stuff? So the worst part of – so that was more for the people that had been there long or, like, the owner. They got the fun stuff. I literally had to haul those 60-pound dresses around. And, again, I was, like, 100 pounds myself. Pounds. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it was ridiculous. Um, so I had to do that. But the worst part of the job and the job they made me do is I had to measure the guys for their suits and, like, the inseams. And I was, like, after – I was, like – and I Sir, like, can you roll 15, your shorts up for me? It was awful. I hated it. I literally, I didn't, even, I didn't even give a notice. I just never showed back up. That's the only time in my life I've ever done this. I was like, I hated it so much. Oh, my so God. So much. I will never, like, never again yeah. measure a man <laughs> for a suit. Get the
0: hell out of here.
1: I because I have
0: to do measurements. Uh, for my clients and I, I there's like a very precise way that you need to measure certain areas mm-hmm. that I've perfected over the years But it's still every time. I'm like, all right uh, Put your leg up here <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta measure those thighs you sound
1: Like a Captain Morgan <laughs> so
0: stand you know. <laughs> No, that's literally that's the stance that's it and you stand to the outside of the hip not the inside and I you just, measure. I, I'm, I can't even imagine how many
1: people, like, got wrong measurements because I just didn't care. Like, in that week, like, I wonder how many, like, guys had, like, ridiculously big pants or, like, too short. Because I just, I was, like, so creeped out by the whole situation.
0: Well, when I started at LA, LA Fitness for, like, a solid year and a half, I measured people, like, instead of, like, an inch and a quarter, I would say, like, an inch point. <laughs> two five and then an inch point like it but it doesn't add up to one there's like 12 you know what I'm saying so for literally a year and a half everyone had wrong measurements everyone in the entire gym <laughs> <And> my <laughs> boss was like uh Leanne can you I need to talk to you about something." that's hilarious so okay a yeah, funny story
1: about that at my wedding um Simon's family you know is in Australia and stuff like that so um they had to send their measurements over Mm. But the conversion, like, was – because it's, like, different measuring systems, right? And so, <laughs> size dad, who is, like – he's a tall guy. I mean, mm. he's close to, like, 6'4", 6'5". Oh, his sleeves were like up to here at our wedding. And so I had to like go to like men's warehouse and get him a new suit. Like it was a brand was, new
0: suit. Or, or like, like a jacket. It literally oh was God. like
1: a child's jacket when the, <laughs> so I was like, we can't have That's like when you course. order off
0: Amazon. It is a crap shoot. I've had some, God, I like, I've gotten halfway putting things on, not even tried the whole thing on. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then the, going back to Kohl's, throwing that one back, no. That is return. That just like <laughs> shot my like self-esteem down two points. I just tried an arm on. I was like, God. Why? Are these clothes for ants? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is this? A shirt for ants? <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So during the work day, so let's say Saturday. Yeah. You're, you're so excited. So what, what will be, I guess you can't predict the future, but like what is the, the your favorite part of a normal work day for you?
1: zoning out like totally just getting immersed (laughs) into a project it just it really depends on what it is writing i'm so like when i'm in a writing mode or in a writing season Mm -hmm. i will literally come in here and just lock the door turn everything off and i just go like i have no plan i just go and that's like therapy and that's Mm -hmm. what i love and and i am missing that because right now like when i'm writing it's for our episodes and it's for different things. And I love that. So when I'm in that mode, it's just a lot of research and making sure things are accurate and that we have the sources for people if they want to continue to learn more that, that they're good sources. And so it's a lot of research and I like that. And then on the art side of it, it's just playing like that stuff's So fun. And, you know, just seeing what works, what doesn't getting lost in that, um, I don't do the
0: audio editing anymore. That was always the hardest part. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So thankful for you and Sam.
0: <laughs> that, that's, so thankful. That's, that's what's beautiful about it. It's not the hardest, you know, it's not, it's not for hard me, for yeah. me. It's just tedious. It wasn't good for me because I'm like yeah. Virgo,
1: you know, and I'm like, everything's yeah. wrong
0: and it's yeah.
1: just, we just won't do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. You know, I, I operated in that space for a long time. So mm-hmm. that, that's fun. It just depends on what it is that I'm working on. Yeah. See, even like cleaning, you know, I can get into that. I just plug in a book or music, and I just go exactly,
0: exactly
1: that that zone out and just really commit to whatever it is. Like the that flow you're doing. state
0: kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like like Thursday mornings, and then I have my break for training, and then I come back in the afternoon. It's been kind of dedicated to uh, doing the the audio editing, and obviously mm-hmm. Sam's been a huge help, so it cuts the time in half. But um, I like get excited because I'm like okay OCD like time to come out and play yeah <laughs> and so I'm going Go get them, I, girl <laughs> yeah I feel like a little like I'm tailoring the episode like stitching this here and like t- removing this and putting it somewhere so it's uh it that's been fun and then um I, like you said just getting in the flow state like even with training like going through a workout with somebody and talking with them and having a good time and then looking up and being like, Oh my God, we only have 10 minutes. And then, you know, it's that, yeah. I love that feeling of like, yeah, I've, I just, I love that I can be totally present and lose track of time and, and enjoy it. And that's been, uh, that's been really fun.
1: Yeah. I know. That's awesome. Awesome. Both, I both
0: careers, you know? Yeah.
1: I love when you look up in four hours of past and you're like, Oh my God! What just happened? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're that much further towards what what you were wanting to accomplish. I, I love that feeling. Yeah. What's What's the best career? I guess like decision or choice that you've made.
0: Well, what we talked about earlier the scariest ones, um, the most risky ones leaving LA Fitness and starting mm-hmm. my own business, and then saying yes to you and and jumping on board this train. Like both of those things are the best decisions I made. I think that's that's kind of like the recurring lesson is if it's scary, but your gut, you know, you feel in your gut like a fire, like, Oh, I, I, I should do this. But then there's that voice of doubt. That's like, but can you do it? Like, like, are you able to do it? And, um, as long as you shut that voice down and you take the risk and sometimes it doesn't always pan out, but like, I feel so thankful because this, this is panning out wonderfully. Um, Mm. my training business has been going for years and, um, is back up since COVID. And so, um, I just think those are the two best decisions and the scariest ones but the best ones that I could have made. What, what about you? Mine were
1: were scary, big decisions like that too. And it's funny, it's just on the flip of like asking you to do this. Like Mm. I I wanted to continue HTC, um, before it was even like what it is now, you know, I just knew that there was something that I wanted to do, but, but asking for help and then accepting it and learning Mm. like, there's a lot of growing pains that people don't realize. Cause like, yeah, I started this, but letting someone in on the process, like, I have to let go of a lot of stuff.
0: Oh and yeah.
1: As a control freak, that's hard yeah. for me. But it's been, I've learned so much, and I've I've realized how much I need people, and in mm-hmm. accepting like the help, essentially, um, that's been the the best decision that I could have made. I I do not, could not, would not want to do this alone.
0: Yeah. It it wouldn't, and, it wouldn't work. I, I've gotten a little taste of that, too, because I'm a total, total control freak. Um, and just adding Sam to the mix. Yeah, it's weird, Randy. right? He's been great, but it is. It's weird. I, I've learned that I've never delegated. But like, I, I'm not good at it. I've never done it. I, I'm i bad at asking for what I need if I know that, like, the it doesn't serve necessarily serve the other person, you know? Like, I'm fine with telling my clients what to do because it's for them. But mm-hmm. like telling Sam what to do and adding more work to his plate, like that's not for him. That's for me. And and I'm like, but that's selfish. And and I can do it. I just don't want to do it. And it's like that balance of like, like no. If it, it, he said he's on board, he's happy to help. Like give or I deal that with go. you. I, I know. Yeah,
1: it's so funny. Yeah. It's I was weird. like, wait. I'm constantly feeling responsible if anything goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh and God, I brought into you. this. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want that for you with, with yeah. you people, you know? So it, <laughs> yeah. it is. It's just this letting go and trusting and knowing that it's, like, working towards something bigger. And it's, it's a lot of figuring out what works and what doesn't work. But, again, if, if it was just one person trying to do all this, it would never – it wouldn't work. You you need other people. So I think that that's – Oh, well, nice that's such have, a good segue into Jim's
0: episode because he talked yes. all about how and – Yeah, we're at that point. Julie, Yeah, community um, has helped him kind of, like – he. I think okay I want you to explain this. Want to explain Jim's episode. Uh, I'm just I've, looking at my notes. Oh, no. okay, okay. You're good. Continue or do you want me to talk okay. about it? No, I got it. I got it. Okay. So, Sorry. Jim Mustard, he's the CEO of Veterans for Healing and he talks all about the story of how he was wandering through the woods and just ran into Julian and Fabian, which is like such a perfect Julian and Fabian story. If you've <laughs> listened to any of
1: these stories of healing, Every single one is hilarious on how and serendipitous and all yeah. the isses so, <laughs> of, <yeah. laughs> uh, of how Fabian and Julian come into these people's lives, and ours is no different. So I was yeah. really happy
0: that that you brought that up. Yeah, and he talked about how it's over the last couple of years shown him like the the necessity of community and mm-hmm. how even he wasn't a veteran, he wasn't dealing with PTSD, um, but just the vulnerability and the safe space that this community has created. Um, And he was super uh, encouraging and complimentary about how we're sharing the stories too. And um, I just thought that was really sweet. It's a really good episode about kind of where like how Veterans for Healing started. Um, And I just, I mean, Jim, like I just, I don't know what it is. I'm just, yeah, he's like so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, it's just, it's a great episode. It's funny. It's very funny. I think Mm -hmm. I, uh, we had, we had
1: lots of laughs, but it it was good. It was good to sit down with him and just to, like I said, it it talks a lot about how this whole series came to be really. And, and for those that, you know, are interested, he is the CEO of veterans for healing and um, it's a great conversation. So I want everybody to check it out and that one's going to be airing on Monday and I'm excited about it. It's going to be a nice change. Yeah. Monday, Monday. So if you haven't visited hgcpod.com, please head over there and subscribe because when you do, All these episodes just get delivered right to your inbox Monday morning or whenever they go out. And when you look at it, it'll have the breakdown of what the episode's about. You'll see some of the stuff that's going to, you know, how we decorated the episode essentially. (laughs) And um, you can decide if it's for you or not. So I really want people to do that. And again, that's, when you subscribe to that, you get notified of all the episodes, including these um, stories of healing. And then of course, the HGC pod um, have the conversation podcast. So, Mm um, Really excited about it. We're doing cool things. We've got great people coming. Um, And like I said, Jim's episode's on Monday. So go check it out. Mr. Mustard. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Mustard is coming. I'm so excited. Yeah, go subscribe. Thanks for being here. Have a great Thursday. Peace. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join in
0: on the conversation, we invite you to come be a part of the HDC community. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching at Combo.
1: For information on all of our shows, guests, and more, visit HTCPod.com.
0: While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Talk soon!